Did you think of a topic? Nope. I, I, I know that when we first talked about it... You made fun of me for it. Right, and then there was a topic, and Is, then not. Oh. I thought was, you were going to make the topic. the topic... Oh, that's right. The topic was the... the do you call it arrogance of going like, um, you want to be on my podcast? You do the interviewing. Yeah. But so it's like that, that reverse knock, knock joke. Are you familiar? No. That's the, it's the best knock, knock joke in the world, but you have to start. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Right. Yeah. So that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I totally fell for it too, yeah. which is pretty great. Most do. Uh, just, do you want to hear a different knock, knock joke? Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Two. Two who? To whom? Ah. Oh. Yeah. It's a grammar, grammar. grammar joke. <laughs> We're just cutting some grammar. Um, and then knock, knock. Who's there? Vietnam vet. Vietnam vet. Who's you there? were there! Ah, oh, I've told you that one. Okay. I think, I, I think I've been there. <laughs> to Vietnam? To, no, no, to that joke. You've been in the shit? Oh, okay. Why was it called that? You know what? I don't want to get into it. You never seen that movie? No. Okay. I think they just got mowed down. They had to take a hill, and, and then they just got destroyed. Like, and then, like hamburger. Yeah. And wow. The, and then, the, and then I think the moral of the thing is they all just all these casualties and whatever, and they had to get up and do it the next day. You know. Go again. Like, okay. That was that was yesterday. Let's go. Is that Samus? It is. Okay. Samus. Yeah. It's actually my work background too. I yeah. Was, it's just my favorite it. wallpaper. Really. Yeah. Which is a good one. I don't know who the artist is. Originally, it was on bl- somebody just put it on the space yeah, wallpaper. Outer space. So, like, this is the only part that bothers me is up here. Like, she has is floating that, that, hair. Okay. The, um, I think my background, my Mac crashed and I haven't replaced it yet. Nor do I think I will, actually. Um, but, uh, was the, the nerve symbol, nerve from Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the leaf, right? Yep. The half leaf and then it says nerve and at I the just, bottom. I just watched all of that. All of it? Well, okay, not all of it because you didn't a lot watch of the like movies weird yet. offshoots. I've watched yep. some of the movies, but some of the movies just seem to be the end of the show. Yeah, don't worry about those. If you've I caught up, watched they're too too late. You didn't warn me. Okay, yeah. well, they, yeah, don't worry about those. And then, but there's, uh, um, if I remember, there's a couple like extra scenes in the movies that weren't in the actual series. But um, end of Evangelion, that last movie you have to watch because that's probably the best thing of the whole thing they just put a bunch of them up on netflix yeah and so i was like finally the show's up i'm gonna watch it Mm -hmm. and i was i had such high hopes for the beginning Mm -hmm. and then the end was like what was like what we're just like it just ends you're doing just great shinji yeah go shinji and and then and then he's just like nobody loves me i don't even love myself and then it's like these weird wait maybe i do weird flashbacks where he thinks uh Mm-hmm. Where all the women are just trying to sleep with him, and he just hates them for it. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah, okay. That's, uh, have you seen Annie Hall? No. And this is going to be funny backtrack, but he quotes, he compares his uh, problems with relationships with uh, women to a Groucho Marx joke where he says, "I don't want to belong to any club that would have somebody like me for a member," and so that's your Shinji oh, thing too. There. Yeah, there yeah. It is. And then, um, but if you remember, it's intercut with like. So it's all this like positive reinforcement for Shinji, but then it's intercut with like, um, like uh, inserts of like Machado being or not Machado. <laughs> Is he here? Masato. What's her name? Um, His roommate. Yeah. 
Masato yeah. and she's like shot to death in a hallway somewhere and like you know yeah just a little like what what was that like, but huh? you have to you have to watch the end the end of Evangelion okay yeah. do you remember what it's called it's called the end of Evangelion oh it's called the end yeah. of Evangelion and I then, think I did watch that one. Oh, you did Wait, the, is that one the one where, where he like I, in the first five minutes of he it jerks, he jerks off, off on, yes, yeah so yes. I did watch it yeah and that one wasn't bad yeah so then is that the end well, that you're talking about that you don't understand because uh, everybody's at fields release and would just turn into like a soup like odo yeah they just turn like to goo like odo's planet from deep space nine and um and uh except for shinji can't release his at field and neither can asuka right yeah so they're both just like and just then he tries to, to strangle her yeah he's like and then it like, just ends ends with you idiot and that's, <laughs> yeah because they're the last two people in existence uh, kind of and then they uh can, kind can, of don't care for each other can we start the podcast Hey, we haven't started? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a cold open now. Yeah. I just I just thought you we're were rolling just, right in. You were pulling a Marin where you yeah. just like... Uh, you just start. You just Yeah, you're just sitting down. You just know it's recording and yeah. it just depends on where you So at least let me say the name of the podcast yeah, somewhere terrific. Good. Welcome to Clipcast. Uh, this, I don't even lost... I lost track of what number, where we're at. We're just recording. Well, who have you done? Because you did Kyle. Yeah, I did my friend Jay. Jay. And I got Andrew on the mic for like 10 seconds. That's 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 a long haul for him. That's gonna be like a bonus <laughs> bonus round, yeah. Really, but uh, I'm joined today with Eric. Hi, hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks yeah. for coming over. You bet. Uh, so we've already we, we touched on Evangelion, yep, good, which is good. Yeah, we talked about um, this is the new Evangelion podcast, <laughs> clipcast. Uh, all all Evangelion all the time, twenty four seven. There's Andrew. Hi, hey. Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so usually I'd tell somebody to bring a topic just yeah. to kick things off. Uh, apparently, with you, I didn't. We were necessarily. So, I, one, you but. must have told me, and then I and then I forgot. Um, but I think. But again, you know, if depending on how much of the cold open you used, I think when mm-hmm. you told me the idea for the podcast, what about this? Because this is something I I thought about on the way up here because I've been listening to a lot of Van Morrison lately, mm-hmm. which is strange for me because when the weather's warmer, I tend to lean towards punk. The punk I like, but um, just the last maybe week I've listened to Astro Weeks and Moon Dance a lot. Those two albums are in particular very good. And then if I remember, I've told this to you before that you in particular need to listen to Astro Weeks and guess, and you're fighting it. Guess what? Yeah, I still, still have not listened to Astro. What's the deal? Uh, I don't know. I just <laughs> never remember. It's there. Okay. <laughs> I I. I don't know. Actually, it's weird because every year I find myself in a, like a a music slump. Yeah, kind of where yeah. I just find myself going like I'm listening to the same things. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten anything super new lately. There's some been some new albums that yeah. have come out that I like, and there's like a new pop album I really like that pop. I'm kind of ashamed of. But oh, like, okay. Like radio pop. I see. All right, but don't um, be ashamed, man. Do well. Dude. This one. Are you familiar with Lizzo? No. Okay. Yeah, if it the uh, if unless you would have said um, that you've been listening to Michael Jackson, there's nothing to ever be ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your stance. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, wait. What do you do with Michael Jackson? Because have you heard this thing where he's a pedophile? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have not watched the HBO thing on it. Really? No. It's it's pretty good, but you know, it's it's so it's hard to. It's what a bleak topic, and he yeah, did, he did it over like four episodes. It's, right? tough um maybe two i oh, think okay. but they're very long i think like each one's like hour 40 oh yeah but it's um, like the before and after no it's just a two-parter i oh. think they just spread it out over two nights hbo um 
Wu Tang got four hours of a documentary. Well, there's like twelve of them. True. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I was going to say that um, it's it's every documentary is kind of biased, you know, because someone is always going to have a viewpoint or an agenda. So I, I can't imagine unless you were just showing clips of things. It would be hard to, and even then with the editing, there's probably some, you know, and that would be like a World War II documentary or History Channel thing yeah. or something like that. And it's just here are facts, plain and simple. Um, but the thing is the two kids that he molested um, in this documentary, not in the documentary, because that'd be terrible. It's a documentary um, about it. Yes. Okay. That, uh, they, um, they both have like strikingly similar stories. And so that's what's kind of shocking, I think. That Is that he had like his routine? That that maybe that's evidence for the fact that they're not fibbing. Yeah, you know, their so, stories are lined up. So yeah. Anyway, but yeah. And so now at work, if if a Michael Jackson song comes on, I, and I'm in a spot where I can skip it, I skip it. I thumbs down it. So so it doesn't hopes, comes back in the hopes that it. But there's so many channels that it shuffles through that you know something's going to pop up sometimes. So how do you explain all the R. Kelly that plays in there nonstop? Guy, I just love piss. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about, uh, I mean, fall from grace, well-deserved, but a complete fall from grace. That guy went from like just being the guy that like recorded himself pissing on like a 13-year-old, <laughs> which is already terrible. But now like he's like, he's arrested for like conspiracies against people and for, the, for and, human trafficking. And then trafficking, yeah. Because he's just, like, just, just, yeah. How did that, piece of and, then, and then of course he gets dropped by everything. And everyone hates him. Is it a thing in when you read stories about him that um, are they because they'll always say he was the top selling, you know, they'll inflate uh, his musical worth. Right. And so was he a big deal? Because because I'm he, a little at the time. So he was. Yeah. OK, because I think um, that kind of music just never spoke to me. Although right. that second D'Angelo album is very good. Anyway, yeah. but um, the, the one where Questlove plays drums. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where he's naked on the cover? Doesn't Questlove always play drums? Yeah, but on the album. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm... on that specific album. <laughs> okay. Um, I bet he plays other stuff. Um, but I'm he, sure. uh, like uh, Mario Kart. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, um, but yeah, I guess so. I, I was just wondering if in the media when they're talking about it, to make the fall from grace even farther, if they inflate his musical worth. I mean, um, possibly, but it's not like he's been that relevant. For quite a while. For a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're Since talking, the first time he, he got I mean, in trouble. Yeah, but I'm saying like maybe like 14 years since that yeah. all went down, maybe but, even more. But he was a big deal? Yeah, like I mean, he was a pretty big celebrity. Okay. Uh, to the point, I think, uh, wasn't it R. Kelly that was like on the Space Jam soundtrack? Yes, because that's the only song I really know is, is that I believe the, I can fly. Yeah, he had a, he had a couple of And it's of not a good like song. I, did, I really don't care for that song. I think it's kind of yeah it, it is kind of it's just kind of like this is pretty pedestrian yeah just yeah now this new lizzo album i've been listening yes. to i don't want to call it a shtick but she's like a big black lady and it's like that's not a shtick <laughs> no her shtick is that she's like she's, you know who else has that shtick <laughs> <laughs> all the big black ladies who's that chick that won an oscar for gone with the wind yeah she and then uh the best supporting actress i can't remember she played the maid uh who else has that shtick did Oprah win one Madea. for color purple? Yeah, <laughs> yeah color <Madea>. purple. <laughs> I would love to see Tyler Perry actually walk up on stage as Medea. Actually, you know what? I bet it's happened. Mm-hmm. It I has guarantee. To has to have. He. That's like. That does he have like a personality disorder? Tyler Perry. Yeah. I I couldn't say. 
I've never, I've met, never met the fella. Because he like he did this one thing, and I'm sure some people liked it. And he's like, "Say, I'm gonna never not do that." Oh wow! Again. He was in the first. I'm gonna make a Halloween movie. Now. <laughs> he was in the first J.J. Um, Abrams Star Trek movie. He was like, uh, right. like head of the Academy Board or whatever. Something. He was something. I do remember that because his one big scene was when they're court-martialing Kirk, right? Yeah, because of the because he Kobayashi Maru. He yeah. cheated on he cheated the Kobayashi Maru, yeah. which really can you? Because the Kobayashi Maru is, is unwinnable. Is unwinnable. Did and he ha, won it? Have you ever looked at the wiki page of uh, the Kobayashi Maru? Yeah. Uh, no, but I have played the the Star Trek VR game. Yeah. Which on the PC isn't necessarily always VR. You can actually play with a mouse. Okay. And stuff. Yeah. So I'll play with Kyle and. Uh, the first mission you do is Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. It's all just kind of teaching the basics because you're not going to win. No, no. And you can't even cheat it to win. But I've mm. seen some people do pretty well on it. The uh, I've played that once because Zach has it, um, but I was pretty drunk and it was like midnight. Um, I just, and the. Uh, I don't think anyone that plays that game is sober when they're playing. <laughs> I remember coming in and like just not knowing what to do at all. And then, and then I was like, I'll be captain. And everyone's <laughs> like, what? <Yeah>. You. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you do you just let's shoot him and uh, yeah. you just sit there drunkenly trying to do your best William Shatner impression. I, I think they kicked, They eventually just kicked me off. I was like, yeah. and yeah. then I was Aww. and then I was sleepy and I just wanted uh, to be done. We but the Kobe, really quick the Kobayashi wiki page just uh, has a real quick. You don't have to look at it now, but um the uh, I can. You, well, it just has a really uh, like brief outline of what everybody has done to win it, like Sulu and Scotty and. And stuff like that, or or when they they didn't they didn't win it, but what they did when they took the test. Scotty's was pretty interesting. I can't remember what he did. Oh, uh, so there's like actual backstory. On, yeah, because oh. apparently there's a non-canon novel called the Kobayashi Maru, and that's what it is. It's just everybody's. Mm-hmm. This is what I've seen do. it on my dad's bookshelf. Nice, Dad. Yeah, good job, Dad. So so Astral Weeks though. Yeah. Um, you, you should um, hold on. You should listen to it though because you're a jazz guy, and um. And I don't astral astral a yeah, there I'm, it is. I'm getting there, dude. Okay. Let me okay. Google my own way. Yeah, I love it. I love that you have your own way to Google. I know. Yeah, different strokes. So I think the story is, and I might be paraphrasing or completely wrong, but he when he left when Van Morrison left the band, them, um, famous for Gloria, that song G L O R I, mm-hmm. he um, was in sort of um, recording contract limbo, and he released Brown Eyed Girl, and and then was like you guys can't my them i don't remember what it was but he wasn't allowed to record for two years or something like that and so in that time he just started doing these jams with um jazz musicians I've, you know what i've heard the story about yeah this i think you and i have actually talked about we, it i, I just still haven't listened to it okay but so, but what's great is it's coming and it's, back and it's kind of you can't put your thumb on why astro weeks is good but i think it's it's one of those rare albums that just gets better every time you listen to it um because they they're really simple songs and but they're just like jams and mm-hmm. they just have this really because they were all recorded live so they have this amazing swell and like flow and everybody's kind of doing their own thing like well, i heard about guys. this from npr okay and they yeah. did a story on this and then they were talking about um there's this uh, this music critic for mm-hmm. some newspaper okay. or whatever i guess he was kind of big at the time basically he was going to this club he went into this club randomly and it was van morrison and they were mm-hmm. jamming off stuff for the album yeah. and they did it all right there and he said it was amazing yeah then he he would go back every week and every week van morrison and the band were there just same songs just and gigging yeah. out yeah 
on these like open mic mm-hmm. jam sessions. So it's kind of, yeah, when you give it a listen, if it doesn't get you the first time, just, just, you know, give it another shot later. Um, because it is, it's just one of these, you can't really, I don't know why I like this, but it just, it's just really something magical, something very special. Excuse me. Yeah. I had a Excuse you. Shanghai West village for lunch. Ooh. Yeah. Shanghai West, as it's known in Uber Eats. That's what it is. Well, they have a little one that's delivery only on the West oh, end. Yeah. yeah. So, um, What'd you, what'd you have? Well, I got the general toes and, and then I loaded up because, um, because, uh, I can. And then, uh, pot stickers and beef pho. So, but all I ate was about half the pho. And, no, half the general and then, um, all of the pot stickers. <laughs> <laughs> the pot stickers are the first thing to go for me. Yeah. So, yep, absolutely. Dumped out of the bag right on the plate and went and sat on the couch. What's our topic? Um, Does it matter anymore? Nah, it was it Astro Weeks. Yeah, I do this. I'm Who's sorry. Astro? No, kinda, I'm kinda down. Veer around and stuff I, like that. When when we talked before, depending on how much of the cold open you use when you edit, um, and then but before this, when you asked me, I think this might be the second time I've said it. Then, but um, that uh, the arrogance that you Uh-oh, purvey that. in asking a guest to come up with the topic. Um, yeah, I came from a different <laughs> spot with it. I think, which is why. I, I thought it was a good idea to do it. No, I'm not. I'm not even poo pooing it. I'm mostly just giving you shit. Oh, I know, busting balls. <laughs> doesn't it make more sense, like, to be like, "Hey, just think of something you would like to talk about." Yeah, and we could talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours was like probably. It's funny is as I go along, things get more and more specific. Mm-hmm. So Kyle's is like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I think Jay's was something like disaster. Mm-hmm. But then JP's was Disney movies. <laughs> Which is still a category <laughs> of things, but really? yeah. What was? I guess I'll just listen. It was, a, it was not a sober over. night, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he and he just like would fight me on all my opinions. What's What's your favorite Disney movie? It's then? Hercules. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever I think it's seen the music. That. I think it's okay. the music. Mine is Dumbo because of the music. Really? Yeah. See? Because uh, that when elephants fly, that the racist the crows sing <laughs> i see a horse fly yeah. i've seen a horse fly <laughs> i've seen a dragon fly <laughs> i've seen a house fly yeah it's also one. like the third impression we've had on this show mm-hmm. it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> but i love that song and then when they when the him and the mouse when dumbo and the mouse fall in the barrel of beer and get drunk and the pink elephant song really oh, love yeah. that song yeah that yeah. one's i it's it's been a super long time mm-hmm. since I've watched Dumbo. Mm-hmm. That's probably like one I haven't seen since I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. But I do remember that Pink Elephant song being pretty bizarre. It's it's pretty creepy, yeah. the animation that's rolling with it. Because Dumbo... What do I do? What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. Dumbo, when did that come out? That's like... Oh, a, gosh. That's got to be like one of the early... That is an early Disney Can movie. I guess and then you wiki it? Sure. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 1959... 19 <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, it was it was March 29th, uh, oh, 2019. Sorry. sorry, 2019. Um huh. 1941. Good god. Yeah. I was way off. I was going to say those was old 18 ones. years off. What is it about old animation that is just like the scariest thing now? Like um the old Betty Boop stuff with Cab Calloway mm-hmm. and all those. Those are those are pretty terrifying. freaky. All the old uh, Felix the Cat stuff is really great and, yep. and spooky. Um, I think it was a thing where, um, because if you think about it, animation is great in that they're not hindered by the physical world. So so something like a film director, like sci-fi or something like that, he can only 
kind of show i mean it's different now with computers but um back then you know you can only show what you can actually build or create or something like that and then hopefully it's believable when it's a when it's a cartoon you're entering you know you're in agreement with the mm -hmm. film that like it's completely fake and um and so you're okay with um you know felix the cat having this bag with x's and o's on it they can pull anything out of and it's just crazy and, yeah. and whatever and stuff and um and so and then also that freedom is probably attractive to a certain kind of filmmaker that's going to make really crazy shit you know? yeah so so that's probably that's maybe some of it hence yellow submarine yellow submarine <laughs> that's that That's, might be a that is, decent example of that. Yeah. Oh God. And then yeah. um, it's it's especially great. I love it because they because the Beatles didn't want to do it, you know. Right. So they got voice actors to to play them, um, and so the the Liverpool accents are just hilariously terrible. I know. It's, Ooh, what's John doing? Uh, what's John he's doing over down there? To the poo. Oh, the blue meanies are back. <laughs> Everybody goes low and then high at the end. <laughs> it's. Do you think they actually got people from Liverpool? I doubt it. Mm, I don't. Nah, I don't know. That's. I'm not going to. I bet they're so. They're I'm not going to look it up. That's fine. But they're so bad. I. I can't imagine they did. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was everybody was doing sort of an approximation of a Liverpool accent. So. That's how the monkeys got their start. Yeah, they were the voice actors. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <Yellow> submarine. <laughs> What's uh? How do you like the monkeys? I I like them fine. I like yeah. them. I like them a lot too. They um because if you think about it, even though like oh they didn't write their own shit and they did. There's some some songs that they wrote, but but you think about they had a team of the world's greatest songwriters pumping out songs right. for them all the time. You know, so and it's not too different from today where you know like I can't even think of an example, but but a producer, somebody will come in with a beat and basically write a song for. Somebody for, for, for somebody for your Lizzo person maybe or something like that <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. yeah and so and then it doesn't mean the song's bad you know um, there's a song speaking of Liverpool um, that Mickey Dolan's from the Monkeys wrote that's one of my favorite Monkeys songs it's called Randy Scouse Git and that's and he wrote that one himself and that's it's a great song and Randy Scouse because what is it Randy Scouse Git it means so Randy means horny Scouse is um, like British slang for somebody from Liverpool, and then "git" means like "dude" or it's kind of more derogatory. Horny so like Liverpuglian dude. Dude, yep, nice. Randy Scouse git. So, um, but yeah, that's a great song. All right, <laughs> comic books. Go on. I haven't read any in a very long time, actually. Yeah, but I know you do. Yep, somewhat. But I, what's the one issue you'd want? One issue. Yeah. House of Secrets ninety two. It's like my Grail issue. That um, one is. That's the first appearance of Swamp Thing, and uh, so that's the one. And depending on on what shape the the copy you get in, it's anywhere from like five hundred bucks to fifteen hundred. So that's yeah for a comic. So yeah, and kind of irresponsible of me to to go ahead and make a purchase. But I will say that about a year ago, um, I'm part of a Facebook group um, that's like low grade comic buy sell. And, or something like that. And uh, so they have these auctions from time to time. And a guy was auctioning off a, a slabbed. And then for those of us that don't know, that's when you get your comic, you send it to um, CGC, and then they go over it um, with a fine-tooth cone and find any um, imperfections and then, and then uh, grade it perfectly on a 10 to 1 scale, 10 being um, mint perfect condition and 0 being, you know, toilet paper and uh and so and then they vacuum seal it in uh in a plastic thing and then and then that's called 
it got slabbed. So anyway, it was a slabbed House of Secrets 92 signed by Len Wein, who's one of the guys that created Swamp Thing. And I imagine you don't slab something you intend on reading. This is like a, oh, I've read no. it, this once is it's, just my copy. Once it's in there, yeah, you know, you probably can't imagine a situation where you would go like, God, I just really need to read that when there's so many options to read it online maybe right. or buy a terrible copy for 20 bucks or something. Or I yeah. Or did they do something like they do with a lot of other comics where they put it in like a graphic novel, a collection? Yeah, or absolutely. And so you yeah. just read it. Something, something like that. So there's there's just so many ways to find it if you were just to want to read it. I only have one slabbed comic, and it's um, a New Gods number one that's um, not in very great shape. I think it's like a six. It might be six even. Um, but the uh, but this one... So I... And it, this auction for House of Secrets 92 signed by Len Wein, and I told myself you know, wincingly that um, 500 bucks would be my limit. And then, of course, the auction doesn't pick, because it was signed by Len Wein. Right. And this guy didn't want a ton of money for it. Like 500 bucks is what it would go for unsigned, you know. So I was like, yeah. Anyway, and so um, I told told myself 500 was my limit. Auction gathers steam once it's approaching the last hour of the auction. And and so we get to 500 really quickly. And I just keep going because I'm like, oh, man, I really want yeah, this. And I'm, and I'm fired up and stuff. You get there, um, but it's but it's on um, a Facebook group message board, so it's not like a real time thing. So sometimes, like I have to wait for it to refresh and stuff. So anyway, we get down to it. It's me and one other guy, and the price is seven hundred, and I and then I go seven hundred one, and then my shit doesn't refresh. And the guy and the guy who's doing the auction the whole time is going three dot 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 two dot 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 dot, and then somebody would bid again, and so it get fired up. What a bizarre. Does he know eBay's built to do this kind of I, shit? Well, but it's the community though oh, too. Gotcha. So, um, but the, uh, but anyway, so my shit doesn't refresh, and so I miss it. Miss the, I would have gone to seven oh three, you know, and so, but the guy does seven oh two and he misses it, and I was like, ah, damn, and that's probably better that I didn't spend seven hundred dollars on one comic book. But then the motherfucker, like, he messages me. He's like, hey, I might have another one. No, you no. don't. And then so is he then, Len Wein? <laughs> so no, Len Wein had just died too. Oh no. No, Len Wein died a little while ago. He also helped create Wolverine. Nice. Um, but anyway, uh, and so then I'm like, no, you don't, motherfucker. So now I'm like, fuck you, man, because him and his buddy are just driving the price up somewhere. Right. Yeah. So it's, They're just uh, so riffing you. Right. And so so he, he says, I talked to, and I think the other guy's name was Greg. And so he says, I talked to Greg. He said, you can have it if you want. I was like, yeah. And then I said, I'll give you 500 bucks for it. He's like, nope, 701. And I went, yeah, never, nah. never messaged him again. Probably not worth it, honestly. Um, no, I mean the reality of it. For is me, no. that would be an ultimate buyer's remorse yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. I probably would have regretted it. It hangs on a wall. Mm-hmm. But I, but I have it because that's that's one of the most reprinted issues in comics. Mm-hmm. Um, is that one because um, it's in so many things? Because when Alan Moore took over the, is this really 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 nerdy? Anyway, when yeah, Alan Moore, when I mean, Alan, it's fine. It's my podcast. Yeah, yeah. When Alan Moore took over the writing for. Swamp Thing in the 80s and then broke the mold of comics. It's considered like one of the best writer's runs in, in comics. He he reprinted in his run that House of Secrets issue um, to uh, retcon the uh, House of Swamp Thing came to be. So yeah, oh. so it's in there and then it's on its own and, and then you can still get it in anthologies all the time. More stuff. Yeah. Moving along. Okay. Go on. So how's your vinyl collection? Not great. No, no. It's I have um, I have 
So I have a ton of like polka that my grandpa left and my dad said do you want this i was like i don't know guess yeah that that'll never be listened to i'm sure or worth anything and then from there i have about i don't know 20 25 albums that i just really really like that's not that's not a bad collection yeah it's not bad i mean mine's probably somewhere in the neighborhood but they're all newer pressings and stuff they're not worth anything but um so it'd be you know i have uh i have london calling i have disintegration I have Speaking in Tongues, the Talking Heads album. I have Astro Weeks, of course. Um, My dad and I were talking about it the other day. So they Astro Weeks? <laughs> not specifically Astro mm-hmm. Weeks. No, uh, records. So a bottom of turntable. Mm-hmm. A, a decent one. Okay. One like I got. And um, helped him get it all set up. And he's, he's super into collecting it now because they moved to Arizona. They got no, no yeah. other hobbies or anything. And apparently there's just this giant antique shop, you know, Arizona, but a giant antique shop with a ton of, um, records, used Mm. records. And the other day he texted me or he called me out of the blue, said, Hey, I'm at the shop. Is there anything you're looking for? And I, I was listening to like some Southern rock that Mm -hmm. day. So I was like, Molly Hatchet. Well, no, I was, (laughs) I was like, if you can find me like an old Kansas, that'd be cool. Or like an old outlaws album. Yeah. And he found me both. Really? Yeah. Which Kansas? Um, the one with carry on my wayward son okay you got and it's point, it's like an original point of no return is that what yeah i think so because i think my old man has that because i i just yeah. remember the outlaw one he got me was kind of like it wasn't like the one i was looking at but i was actually mm. it's still a really good album yeah i and i'm not familiar with the outlaws oh yeah they're good so yeah you should listen no but like anymore because he was like what are what are your bucket uh bucket list vinyls I'm like, I actually kind of have them mm. just because I know what I'm looking for and I'll go out and I'll seek them out and get them. Vinyl is so, it's so enjoyable. And then in particular, because you, it's not as quick and easy as Spotify or having your, your iTunes out. Cause you can't go and eh, had enough of this song in the middle of it. I mean, you could. Left Overture. Left Overture. Album. That's right. And then. Point of No Return has Dust in the Wind on it, I think. And uh, Point of No Return. Which is also a good song. Well, I'm better with car- Carry On. Mm-hmm. That's that's the I best like it better. Song. Yep. Um, the uh, but yeah, you know what I mean though that you have to you you should probably get albums that you like basically every single track on. Mm-hmm. Rumors and uh, yeah yeah, Rumors is exceptional. Although for me, I'll get ones that I know I like some songs on in the hope that I because it's a vinyl, I'll listen to the whole mm-hmm. thing. And there's been a couple that I'm actually like more stoked that I got the whole album. Because then it forces me to kind of just sit mm-hmm. and listen to the whole and thing. Be, and be maybe surprised. You're like, yeah, you're and be like, like oh, wow. this is a great song. Yeah. Because it, it comes from a time that's completely different when um, then that's how everybody absorbed music. So the bands really wanted every single track to be as good as possible. I can't imagine you know somebody not ever wanting that. But I mean, they might not put it out until it was perfect or whatever, right. which, which also makes it even more um amazing that like people like uh elton john or um or the beatles or something like that had such a brief run of just incredible album after incredible album after incredible album um where it's just you know track to track it's just like wow god yeah. damn this guy's a you know genius billy joel um maybe not billy joel as much but yeah and yeah. to that point too maybe you know 
for some of those guys, it wasn't as much having the strong full album, but having the strong A side. Yeah. Where the term B side comes from. It's mm-hmm. like the off tracks that, because everyone's yeah. just going to drop. But isn't that a term for like 45s or singles? So your A side would be. Um, a single. The single. And the B side is like, this is, we spent a lot of time on this, so we're going to yeah. release it. But yeah, um, yeah it's, I don't know if it has a spot on the album. And then also, then that means that they knew that that's how you're going to absorb it. So not only did they create the music, but they put it in that order for you. They're like, this is how we intend you to yeah. hear it. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of great stuff. You can't shuffle play a record. Mm-hmm. And if somebody has one, I want to see it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but my new obsession is finding really obscure things Calliope from artists. I, yeah. <laughs> a lot of native flute music. <laughs> No, mostly what I'm buying right now is like um like that rancid no effects split yeah. album I got where oh. where it's five songs on each side and ra- no effects does five rancid songs and rancid does five no effects. Did songs. you tell me about this? I did. Really? I, I think so. I'm just vaguely remembering. It's it. on the turntable right now. Actually. Really? Is it I'll is it to, great? Yeah, I'll have to show it to you when okay. we're done with this. But the Which um, which uh I'm not as familiar with no effects as I am with rancid. But which uh, Rancid songs does does No Effects do? Uh, Rancid did. Uh, are they ones? Are they off? Or, and and out come the wolves. I guess would be the thing. Oh yeah, they did Olympia Washington. Really? Great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, there's a couple other ones in there, but um, I'll show it to you when we're done here. Cool. And then uh, the other one I found is like um, a while back, my favorite rapper MF Doom did a the guy with the mask. Yeah, yeah. He did a collab with Sarf Sarface. Sarface. Scarface? Sar, like C-Z-A-R. Zarface? Yeah. Where he also wears a mask. That's stupid. I know. <laughs> but he's got he's a pretty decent rapper, plus it's got MF Doom on him. Mm-hmm. And you can argue that the album feels a little phoned in for MF Doom, but yeah. it's still a pretty good album. Anyways, they released a single, uh, 45, off of it. But the whole thing's in a comic book. And the comic book is like them going out and like, Fighting crime? Yeah, and just fucking people up. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of like weird other albums I just, you know, don't mm-hmm. seek out. But Record Store Day is like my, the day I go out and buy most of these. When is that, Record Store Day? Yeah, good question. I always okay. have to ask every year. Jay always texts me and be like, hey, it's this Saturday. Yeah. you really? want to meet up? Because Comic Book Day is the first Saturday in May every year. This, I think it's either May or... April. Yeah. I think it's in April. And is it isn't it a funny day of the week? Or is it always the it's same? A, it's date? a Saturday. It's always a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. They um actually I got the poster on the wall right there. What does it say? Does it say a date? No, it doesn't it say a date, it just says a year. Yeah. Um but it's kind of fun to go to these record stores and uh wait outside before opening. Because what they do is they just get a bunch of um re release and special release um vinyls. And collectors like show up, uh-huh. and it's, it's funny because all the record stores. And I guess now because uh, Pat's brother has one. I was just going to ask if you've been but, there yet. Uh, I haven't been there yet, uh. but um, they they weren't open for this last one. I don't think. No, no. So or I don't really so, know. But yeah, so really, it's just the one. two. It's Smiling Dog and um, Ernie November, and they open an hour apart. So you go to Smiling Dog, you and wait in line, ass, you go, then... you run through it, and then you you go back. Mm-hmm. And you go to November and you do the same thing. Yeah. And both times, I mean, the only one I got Smiling Dog is I bought my dad a Jimmy Buffett vinyl. Yeah. And he's like, it's $2. Wait, hold on. He like punches a bunch of shit into the computer. He goes, it's $1. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's like done and done. Here's a dollar. Thank you. And then early November, that's where I usually drop all the money. And then the guy, when I put that no effects rancid album down, mm-hmm. he goes, this is the coolest album we have in the store. I was like, fuck really? It. Yeah. So obviously that guy's a fan. Mm-hmm. Also people get like really aggressive because they're actually trying to collect stuff. Yeah. Oh, but for I'm, sure. So I showed up a little bit late. Yeah. And Jay and his girlfriend are already standing in line. So I, I, I get up and I stand in line with him. Big, big, like, gangster-looking dude standing behind us. He's like, yo, you're just going to stand in front of me? I'm like, sorry, man. Like, you can get in cool? front of me if you want. Yeah. Thinking he'd be like, yeah, whatever. No, he just, without saying a word, walked through us to stand in front of us. Yeah. I was like, it's a weird flex. And we were still <laughs> in the middle of the line. So he wasn't even, like, unless he was just going to strong arm all the way to the front. Yeah. At that rate, why don't you just walk right. up to the front yeah. and be like, fuck with me. Mm-hmm. But no, I'd... People are aggressive. That reminds me of the story of when I got my DS, because it also involves a, a larger gangster fella. Um, but the uh, but so Black Friday, mm-hmm. um, whatever year it was, and um, we we'd been out drinking on Thanksgiving because you know bartender right. holiday, nobody has to work and everything, so everyone meets up somewhere after you do your family thing, and then uh, and so anyway, but then it comes to whatever time it is, mid- no, it must have been later, so two. Something like that. And I was like, well, I don't want a DS. And so I go to um, Toys R Us, not sober. And then uh, um, I walk in and I go get the thing that gives me the thing, the DS. And then um, uh, and then I get a text from Hammy, um, Brian Hamilton. And he, uh, um, I'm sorry, what the fuck is he? You know, I don't, he once, twice a year does he have to text me. And it's usually, you know, not for that reason. Um, and it's never at two in the morning. So, so I was like, what the hell? And then, uh, um, he's, uh, he's like, come, come hop in line with me. And then, uh, cause he's c- kind of closer to the front of the line. It's like, I'm not going to be that guy. It's, I'm not going to be, cause all I have is a DS and I think Zelda linked to the past or something yeah. like that. And, um, no, it wasn't. What was the first Zelda on DS? Um, the, w- the train one, the boat one. Oh, wait, with wait, the wait, pirate. Wait. No. Mimish cap. Doesn't matter. And Whatever. so, and so he, uh, <laughs> so, and I go, I'm not going to be that guy. But then I look. And because I was like, the line's not that long anyway. But what I didn't know is the line wrapped all the way around the back of the store, hooked a right, went all oh, the way back, no. back that way, and then basically was started where I had been to grab my DS um, in that, remember, Toys R Us, yeah. and it was all along. And so then I go, yeah, maybe I will take guts because all I have is this one little thing. And so, um, or my not sober ass is going to fall asleep in line at yeah. Toys R Us. So yeah, and so I hopped in line in front of Big four hundred pound hammy black fella, yeah. No one's gonna he, say, "Hey, what's it?" Oh, sorry, sir. You know? Yeah, yours is the opposite end of my <laughs> yeah end of my story. Yeah, so I got the and uh, I will confirm it wasn't hammy. It was not hammy. No, he doesn't seem like a record guy. No, yeah, I don't really know. I guess I thought everyone was into it now. I don't know because because the way you and me just geeked out on like why we appreciate it and stuff like that. I don't think everybody does it. I think no. in that sense, I think people do it just because it's a thing now. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like an expectation you have to like music, but the people that mm-hmm. like music, you could talk to them. They, you could for sure. And then too, you and I play music, so we kind of, mm-hmm. so we might appreciate music on a different level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just going through it, and you you could appreciate when you hear something good, and you and even more to that is there's there's songs that don't sound like all that good. They sound pretty plain, but then you hear like the bass player in the background, or you. You hear some way that they're stacking vocals right. or and the time go, signature wow, really or something. Yeah. Like I'll argue that with uh, Godier 
his album that was really big. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of that. Where yeah. it's like on the surface, you're like, this is just weird. He's just kind of singing to slow yeah. music. But then you listen to all the stuff in the background. I it's s- pretty smart. Really? Okay. I still haven't heard that. But yeah, nobody ever has anything bad to say about that album. I was going to tell you something, actually. This came up the other day. Okay. And I just thought of a different topic. Here but you go. You go. I'm looking for my thing. What's your What's your big beef with Radiohead? <laughs> I don't know. I just never gave it a chance. And is- I think, honestly, the song Creep and yeah. the saturation of it. Or the oversaturation, okay. or just so much of it. I listen to okay computer because I knew I knew that, and then I thought you were gonna finally like <laughs> gush like, on it. Yeah, just I, like I just haven't jumped back into okay, man. It. I li- I listen to a lot of music at work, mm-hmm. so every once in a while I'll get bored, and that's how I get in these music slumps. Yeah, so often is because I'm constantly listening to music now. Um, for the most part, mm-hmm. do yeah, man, get in there because because again, like everything that you just said about like why someone maybe like us that might go oh listen to what the bass player's doing or mm-hmm. or um i wonder what mic they used and whatever um all of these things radiohead would be surprisingly enjoyable for you yeah and yeah. i was i will say okay computer had that for me yeah. i like the album yeah i just it didn't stick with me it's kind of like a mellow chill out and listen to mm-hmm, album for sure yeah. and i did that on a plane i think there's, and i listened to it a couple yeah. times I think there's only that one track on there that has even a decent high, decently high BPM, unless you count the second part in Paranoid Android. The dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 But electioneering on that one is kind of a rocker. All right, here's the thing I wanted to bring up. Sure, good. Uh, I ran into a, uh, a buddy of yours. Really? Yeah. And uh, we're texting now. Oh, <laughs> okay. Who uh, is it? John Ulrich. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he showed up thursday night yes because because uh michaela's kept sending me videos of it and oh, that's uh, right because so, yeah, he, he sang tr- one of your original songs right he tried or- to facetime me during that and i was you know declan's falling asleep on my arm so i can't answer and then uh but he did send me a video of that yeah yeah i played some bass with him yeah he's good he did send me a video because i was like is that steve because yeah it was you playing bass uh, on a jack johnson song Mm. Every everything he sings sounds like a jack, jack johnson, johnson song. song that's what michaela said too because it's funny when he moved away everything he sang sounded like dave matthews band oh really yeah and he, he's a uh, pretty good guitarist oh he too. is yeah i will agree and he to the point so like the difference is is like i play with some people the capo and mm-hmm. then i say okay what's the chords or at yeah. least like act like it's open with the capo on and tell me what they are and yeah. i'll just figure it out from there yeah right he just i was like what's the just chords new, as yeah. he's capoing he's capoing four and he's just like oh it's this this and this Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, "Thank you." Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> there was there's some that like I didn't quite catch right away, but I think I jived with him quicker than I jived with Pat. Um, maybe just musical choice. I I think I yeah. spent more way more time listening to the stuff that that guy is playing. That Johnny's listened to than yeah. that, or played. Yeah. Yeah. Than what? I mean, I've heard Tennessee whiskey. Mm-hmm. I've never in my life had to try to play Tennessee mm-hmm. whiskey until last it doesn't week sound like it's that hard it's is not it? it's just it's but, a but, slow country yeah, with no then, rhythm section yeah. it's just me i'm the rhythm section and, and then, then finding an interesting way that's enjoyable for you to play during it might be might yeah be i kind of figured it out i just yeah. do like the one five little bass maneuver boom, thing boom, 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 the jug band thing yeah um boom boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh wait, sorry i just do that with so, every song. so what about what'd you think of my song that was the first song I ever. It was wrote. good. Yeah, it's not bad. I I might have actually heard you sing it. 
I don't have you even ever know. played that one? Mm, I don't know. It sounded familiar. Yeah, because I don't know if I'm. Well, it's a it's a one four five in the key of G, so it's pretty pretty I, standard shit. Um, but the uh, I was gonna say because like you've played, I've heard a couple of your yeah, originals, and yeah. you're saying it sounds like one of those. So maybe oh, it's just something. Yeah, that's close. that that could be. But the um, but yeah, I was I was listening to him play, and then he did screw up a couple times. So I could hear the screw ups, but then I was kind of trying to watch it, watch his hands because I remember it. Yeah, because I haven't played it. In you so remember long. the words at least? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, I got the title from the foreword to Stephen Mitchell's um, uh, translation of the Tao Te Ching. This was my high school. I was that kid. Anyway, but um, so, sounds like it. I, I yeah. actually glossed over for a second when yeah. you said all that. <laughs> but he has a quote, and he's. Um, and I can't remember, but I think he's quoting somebody else. But he says, uh, trying to change the world without knowing oneself is like trying to pave the earth with leather so you don't have to step on rocks. It's just easier to put on shoes. Mm. Yeah, man. Heavy. I remember that line. <laughs> I mean, I was watching it. Yeah. There was there was a couple times where I would just sit down. Mm-hmm. I could tell. And like, I think. I think the guys that play, and by guys that play, I mean like Pat every week, and then whoever else shows up. I don't get mad when they tell me to like sit one out. Yeah. Although I think at first I was like, "Why?" Yeah. And then I realized, and like, "Oh, because this is a bunch of chords. It's really and you couldn't tell me what any of them are, or just, it's yeah, or it's just kind of overly complicated in the the middle the middle eights, maybe like like." You know, you're going to want to sit out the middle eight anyway. You know what? Just sit out the whole time. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. I'm just like, if I don't know it. Yeah. The, uh, the, I know I keep circling back around to Astro Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it is the topic. But there uh, was the original topic. Yeah. But the, uh, but Astro Weeks, the title track is, is literally, it's, it's a waltz. So it's three, four, and then it's A, A major, D major. And then, and then the chorus is A major. Um, F sharp minor. Yeah. And that's it. And then, and then, but it's, but, it, but again, it's this thing that you can't really put your finger on or just the swell and stuff. But a big part of why that one works, I think, is because of what the bass is doing. I, I need to listen doing, to it. Mm-hmm. And so, and so whenever on one of these Thursdays that I make it down there, we could jam out on. Yeah. Yeah. On Astral Weeks. Yeah. Whenever that Because he's doing this funny line that's like, are we sure yeah. this is on, uh, Spotify. Yeah, old. I'll find it. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. It's got to be. Oh, there it is. I found it already. Good. Ah, we did it. Well, now this podcast is for nothing because <laughs> I'm just gonna sit and listen to it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we still got a little bit more time. Sure. Yeah. Do you think an hour is too long for a podcast? I think. I've heard the argument. One on one. No, I think an hour is is approaching perfect because I think. Um, you know, you can tell when it's really kicking and stuff like that. Um, and so I think uh, at about an hour, um, that's about, that's good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard the argument that, because uh, I think on, do you listen to Conan's podcast? Mm-hmm. When he had Dax Shepard on, it's, it's very funny. Um, when he had Dax on, because Dax is, and I've never listened to it, but his podcast is apparently like three hours long. And then his argument is that the first hour is a warm up. And then the cherry stuff always happens after the first hour. Right. And so, um, but I think um, if it's not going well by the first hour, it's just time to hang it so up. So what I will yeah. say about this and my experience with it mm-hmm. is 
Jay was pretty much locked in the entire hour, mm-hmm. which is funny because right before we started, he said like, "I'm just not comfortable on the mic." Yeah, and then he was fine. And he was fine. And then because he got Kyle like, ended up shopping for Megazords. <laughs> And then Andrews was basically 10 minutes of him, and they told mm-hmm. me the fuck off and left. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, it's, and it's weird us having this conversation because mm-hmm. usually when we have these kind of talks yeah. about just whatever nonsense we're talking about, there's a shot of whiskey sure. in between. Yeah. And then we like, we dip out, we go do something else, mm-hmm. and then we come back. Mm-hmm. So, like, trying to chain our conversations together like this is fine. It's, yeah. It's it was fine. much like the yep. road trip, actually, that mm-hmm. we took. That was that was a great trip. Did you looking back? And then it was you know it was at the end of the night where we saw the Pixies in Missoula. Um, but do you have fond memories of the food at the Ox? Yeah, actually, yeah. I will say the, the food at the Ox, the gravy's bizarre but good, amazing. Just it's like I, I think just about chunks it. of ham and cream gravy. I'll bet, I'll bet <laughs> once, and eh, that might be more than I actually do. But I was about to say once a week, I go, some fucking Ox gravy be really good right now. Oh, I know. It's just in the back of your head. Yeah, I, just I've like suggested a, it to people. They're like, it. yeah, I have to go to M- Missoula yeah. for this thing. And You've got to hit the ox. I'm like, have you ever yeah. been to Missoula? They're like, no, I've never I've yeah. never made it that far. You know, mm-hmm. like, They're like, they moved in from out of town. Or uh-huh. and they're like, no, I've never been. I'm like, if you're downtown and, you, and, and you're having some drinks, go to the ox. It's open mm-hmm. like way late. Oh, my God. You can eat and get drinks. Yes. Oh, which is what we did. I'm thinking about it right now. I think we got drinks, though, out of necessity. Because if you remember, it was oh a God. very funny night. Because there was not only, speaking of Tennessee whiskey, because who's that guy? It was Chris it? Stapleton. Because Chris Stapleton did a show, too. So there's a ton of, like, all of Missoula, basically, is out. And then people from all over the state who came to see. Stapleton uh, and the Pixies. Or, and or the Pixies. Yeah. And then there might have been another thing going on, too. Yeah. Um, but so the Ox is very, very busy. Um, our food had taken, uh, I'll bet it took a full hour to get to us. You think? Yeah. So in the middle of that, just waiting for our food, just like, what the hell? Where's our goddamn food? Um, I'm going up to the bar and getting a shots of booze and bringing them back to the table. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but then just, you know, you know, but, um, for the listeners out there, yeah. um, our server quit in the middle of the shift because <laughs> it was so crazy. And, uh, and so, so I go up to finally ask after an hour, I was like, we've been kind of waiting for a little while. And it's like, where are you sitting right there? It's like, what did you guys have? What are they called? The something special. Oh, like the, whatever we it ordered. The it was, ba- it's just chicken fried steak. It is chicken basically. fried steak and the gravy, but it, they have the, on the menu. It's called like the Bruce. It's not Bruce, but it's the Bruce special or something like the that. Bruce Channer. So, so, and it was like, what did you guys have? And I'm like, right there. And it's like, that's who's this is because they're, because our server quit. So they didn't know where our food was yeah. supposed to go. And so, yeah, then we ate and, and and got an Uber and left. I fell asleep watching Chappelle show in the hotel room. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that part. Uh, the Uber driver. You remember much about that, nah, that ride no, back? No. And I think it was just us being belligerent. Not like assholes, but we were just annoying. cracking jokes because it was Zach too. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, the Uber driver's like, man, you guys are real fun. You guys are so much fun. We're like, fuck off. <laughs> 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 and he's like laughing. He's taking everything in a joke. Thankfully, and we were joking, but it was the typical things like, shut the fuck up and drive. <laughs> Do you, I, I think, I like to think I have a pretty good sense of, of reading when that's okay, you know? I think that, it was. I yeah. I was. But, but sometimes at work, I'll, I'll overstep and not kind of know it because I'm so used to going like, um, um, you know, someone knows like, what, what can I get you guys? Uh, well, I'll have a, I'll have a 
vodka cones and like and for you have a water a water you know yeah shit for ordinary water and then sometimes they're like most of the times they're like they, they like they think it's funny or they're down with it or whatever and then uh, every once in a while though that overly familiar thing is just kind of like hmm I'm like oh sorry yeah, okay well okay, my bad. i will never come back well it's like um, the whole joke it's like what do you guys have on tap uh beers mostly mostly beer. and then yeah. uh and the one, one time i did it the yeah. guy just stared at me like he wasn't having my shit and i was like yeah. okay so anyways i just yeah. went down the beer list uh, <clears throat> here because <laughs> yeah. uh, i have a line that i've said for basically since i started because you get it so often where someone goes i'll go what can i get you and then they say a beer and then you go what flavor and or whatever you say and then they go i don't care and you go and then my line is i care even less yeah. so i use that a lot and um not just when applying to beers but yeah um and that one is the one that usually gets me where because it's so automatic for me that it may i might not have had a chance to read the room yet i care even less like give me the look and then just like okay yeah. sorry they're already typing into yelp <laughs> <laughs> bartender does not care does not care yeah anything you want to plug as we're going to wrap this mm, thing up no okay <laughs> we start our podcast tomorrow really yeah you want to talk about that or no you're gonna keep no, that cards of your chest yeah because let's see how it goes first because i'm because yeah. i'm a little spooked about um I'm sure it'll be fine because I think I'm I'm pretty good at keeping a conversation rolling. But the uh, um, but um, being on Tom and JP's podcast, you look out because because all those guys and here, you know, all those mm-hmm. guys are, are are funny and and uh, pretty easy to talk to, you know. But we're grabbing people that you know don't have to typically do anything that involves them being the center of attention and stuff. So so you got like everything planned and lined got, up. For I it? got three lined up. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I might get two more, so I might give you a call. What's your What's your Sunday look like? You mean tomorrow Sunday? Yeah, free. Cool. Um, I I just wanted um, mainly what it was. I was I wanted another girl, and so yeah. So now you're asking me. So now you now you'll have to do pussy. Yeah. The fem- um, but- <laughs> oh, that femi guy. <laughs> but yeah, he's no, the bartender. Uh, no, I mean, I'm always down. Cool. And we can just perpetually just be on each other's podcast. Yeah, just back and forth, just. This regular co-host of each like other shows. Red Rover, Red Rover. Yeah, send JP over. <laughs> Actually, that'd be funnier if we were like, I'm going to send a guy from my podcast. And it's <laughs> yeah. always JP. And we'll just keep sending him back and forth. JP did a full plug on his stuff, I will say. Really? Which, good on him. What else does he have other than I have, the Weekly B? I have no idea. Okay. I forgot. Again, I don't remember most of it. And yeah. um, I listened to a small clip of it today when I was doing some editing and that's gonna be a rough one mm. to edit, and I'm actually. I think at one point I tried to do an Alex Jones impression. Oh my god, let's hear it! I don't want to do it again because I don't want to <laughs> cut this part out too. <laughs> it was that bad, and plus I was I was pretty tuned up. But um, yeah, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>